0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the March 2022 edition of the Mad Axeman podcast as we attempt, well, give it sort of a go to try and get back on track to doing these more regularly. Hopefully this will be the first of a monthly series, or possibly more than monthly, throughout the rest of this year. This week we talk about why DBA is the greatest set ever, we talk about the Burton Doubles, we talk about the Burton Nightlife, and the Burton Beer Life as well. There's a huge amount of painting that's been done in the last few weeks, and then there's a lot of things that we're looking forward to doing Both in the UK and around Europe, as we start playing more events and start painting more stuff in future. So sit back and um, enjoy the podcast as usual. This means war. This means war. Astonishingly, um, I was going to say we're back, but we're nearly back. We've got six out of seven. And um, I think the last time we did this, we were recording it in the field with a host of special guest stars all the way from Spain. But this is all the way from Zoom screen heaven, as we um, as we sit here across various bits of London, um, from the glamorous the glamorous Canary Wharf and, and Peter to um, the northeast and then North then more Russian oligarchs. No. This- yeah. Yeah, no yeah there's no Russian oligarch yachts behind you, Peter. You're not um, sequestered. This this is one from earlier. There is one. (laughs) They've all gone now. They've all buggered (laughs) off. They've all um, sailed away to Mauritius or something where there's no extradition, (laughs) Peter. But I'm not entirely sure what's prompted us to do this, uh, other than the fact that we haven't done it. No, it's the tube strike, isn't it? This is... thanks to the rmt union um there is another mad axman podcast this week because none of us could get into the club and it's a thursday so so we all found ourselves at a loose end with some time already bought or invested in or um or booked in to do some wargaming stuff so so i guess without further ado even though it's been quite some time a truncated start to the what have you been up to since we last were on um on the ether and um, simon mr lee romare in your in your painting kitchen what's been going on in in simon painting world
1: so um, i've been busy working on f- finishing my new kingdom egyptians so mm-hmm. i got attacked by one of the museum miniatures sales um ah. they quite, quite tragic the january sale so i um bought enough did, did
0: you just buy egyptians or was there something else
1: yeah there may be some others i'll get to them shortly um, okay all right good <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah I bought a bunch of the Egyptians because I realized with new rules you've got the various options for like your know, armored chariots or elite chariots and I didn't have enough mm. to really um, give different type trip types so I had to buy more miniatures yes so, that's uh, a good a, thing yeah, yeah so I bought and a is bunch it designs. tea
0: towel because you're in the kitchen do you are you using designs from tea towels that you've got in your kitchen to do the headdresses
1: I, I am a little bit but I find I find to get into the whole um uh, feeling of painting I also wear a loincloth and uh, a, a scythe sickle for um, carving up the um, dinner in the evening. Yeah. So that, that seems to work. Um, no, that's
0: good. No, definitely. Anything Is it a plague of locusts upon your houses as well? Do you bring those in?
1: No, but having seen the floods in Australia, we've got the plague, pestilence, and flooding and all that. So we've just outsourced it down there. So um, yeah,
0: it's all gone bad. Okay, <laughs> it's all been
1: good fun. So it's um, so been working on getting all the, you know, the Egyptians painted up with options for lots of bow, swordsmen, hmm. lots of pretty chariots, and, um, uh, and all that. And like um, Dave mentioned last year, we've got some, one of the Reaper models of Anubis for a baggage. So okay. having the God of Death for you, your baggage is always a positive thing My my book.
0: Okay, well, that's, that sounds like there's a bit of um, biblical malarkey going on around there, as I'm sure we'll come to then. And because it's been ages, hasn't that been your main project? Because you've been doing a lot of um, ADLGR stuff as well, haven't you, in the, in the meantime? That's kind of
1: yeah.
0: kind of come out for real. Um, possibly since we last played.
1: Yeah, so we published uh, we published the rules or uh, released them to the to the web um, just before Christmas last year. So it was a nice Christmas present for wargamers. So we've had a, quite a few games in actual real life, which has been quite good. Yeah, it's proved pretty popular down the club, isn't it? There's about half of it. There's yeah. a dozen people playing now. Yeah, people are getting it, and yeah, you know, the games chug quite a lot, along quite well. Things happen, violence happens, especially because you know so many things can shoot. Results happened quite well and we had a game last week um andy put together this um scenario of the battle of an order league so you had protestants on one side the spanish catholics on the other side you know swedes versus germans and spanish and we had 400 points a side there's three players on each side of which four of them had never played the game before okay. and after two and a half hours we got a result very convincing result and some beer was drunk and things happened so um that was quite good, seeing you know, big Spanish yeah. toasters running around. Um, the Swedish salvo came storming over the hill, gave people a, a damn good kicking. And um, the cavalry wings got stuck into, into each other. And my wing, because uh, I was playing the Spanish side, the Spaniards, Spaniard wings got broken. And all of a sudden you had the, um, the Protestants pouring through to the flanks and all that. And it didn't go well after that. It was, ah, um, okay, but it was nice. it did kind it, of helped
2: that Richard was Richard Case was commanding the Swedes, and uh, he's a bit formidable in charge of anything.
1: Yeah, if you need someone who can roll a five or a six on a regular regular basis, is yeah, the case. So um, when well, the Swedes went in and went well. so it's been it's been quite enjoyable. It's good to see um, big games, tertiaries running around the table and um, people from overseas have been playing playing with it and people seem to be getting into it so um, yeah, no. I,
0: I, in fact, I, I we still do um, need to catch up. Me and you don't need to put a copy of it on Mad Axeman so that people hmm. can download it from there. Because at the moment it's through the ADLG Facebook group, I think, and, yeah, and so it's as well.
1: Yeah, so I've got it um, visible on the the Facebook. So the on Facebook, but also the ADLG forums under oh. under other periods. So okay. got to ask Simon. Right. And
3: like certain other rule formats, as the right of the rules, have you actually won every tournament that's actually entered because you keep doing broken lists?
1: (laughs) Oh, well, I don't have 20 um, 20 Turkish lists in the rules. I have, (laughs) um, because the thought of maintaining 20 variants of the same army list just seems like an idea of madness. Um, But no, um, I can lose as well as I could in any other rule set. So um, it's, it's nice to see that consistency Oh okay, so yeah. I, yeah, I I, I yeah i can still make my usual screw-ups and all of a sudden andy's got some cover in my flank and it's like mm, that's going to hurt isn't it so um but yeah we've had a couple of little little mistakes here and there but um Basically, the rules seem to be chipping along quite well, and Good. hopefully, yeah, over time, we can get Herve to make them a, um, you know, almost sanctional and say, "Yeah, yeah. fair enough." Ninety-five. Yeah. Yeah. Is it true that, you've got you? yeah. almost enough pipe men
3: now to do an army one for one? Yeah, well, a small not, army. Yes, let's not let's not talk about that, shall
0: we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. Well, look, if we're talking about um, enormous amounts of painting and basing, then that means we do have to go to the Che Guevara mud drinking, Tamsin and um and steal ourselves sit down find the comfy chair and um, and see what if there's an abridged version of what the last few months has been in terms of Tamsin in painting world and i'm I'm trying to think it was was it ju-
4: was it it was December it was it December when to, we last and I was in the middle of doing prepar- I preparing loads of stuff for yeah. the analog hobbies painting challenge.
0: Mm. Hey, the dogs look nice so this is a yeah. is, is that a funny angle or is that a two-headed dog <laughs> no it's two dogs it is two dogs okay there's two dogs right.
4: there so three okay. in total it's just that right. one of them isn't on the acrylic basis
0: uh right okay so I'm these really- are on acrylic basis so are these dogs for judge dread then or is this an entirely different no, I, the, you found a you found a game based on battersea um no,
4: these are going, going to be of the gift uh frank Friend, I've a guy, I Kurt, who runs the Unlock College mm. painting challenge. Okay, because he's got two. He's got two dogs, mm. I mean, Oscar and Felix. And last year, he painted up. He he painted up models of Felix. Okay, and I thought it's a shame that Oscar's been left out. So yeah, I've so this is Oscar, Oscar in a
0: range of different poses. Then this is active Oscar yes. and, and and Oscar <laughs> in
4: a range of different poses because I had three had okay. three, three suitable dogs.
0: Three different dogs. Okay, then good. Dog figures. Right. So I, I can't imagine there's just three dogs. Been no, there isn't. His, no, it's not just like, three dogs. Those look like Japanese tanks. So those must yeah, be Japanese so have
4: people. Yes, I started. up I said I was going to be painting up Japanese and start. Well, started off. I so in this phase, I you can say. Uh, yeah. Senior leaders, two tanks. Either Type ninety sevens. Ninety sevens uh is it type 97 or 95 hard goes right
0: well it's all the same isn't it really They're those yeah. little japanese ones that are only good yeah. if you're
4: uh a rifle section and jump off points mm. so i did jump off points because i had an excess of officer figures yeah
0: oh wow yeah so those are it, lovely little more more of the um of dire yeah. yeah
4: yeah i thought, no, um, not, if i was, if I was a goldfish
0: i'd be i'd be really keen about swimming around some of that stuff i think yeah that foliage it would look very familiar
4: yeah so ah. senior leaders so two officers one sergeant team mm-hmm. they
0: look suitably and banzai
4: first rifle squad for yep. the team mm-hmm. two tanks
0: cute little tanks yeah
4: Thank yeah, yeah. then so Maryland, i some ancient germans i took ah. to bulk up my force so i can use it for so i've got enough for art de la guerre thanks
0: because you'd already painted quite a lot of these for infamy, yes. you? so you, you've doubled up yeah. those. Are they the museum figures or am, am I? Lancashire. Lancashire. Ah, okay
4: then. Yeah. No, that's straightforward. That's so some more, some javelin, light foot javelins. Yeah. Heavy foot. Densely
0: packed, definitely.
4: Yeah. Medium, yeah. medium foot. There's a lot of proper blonde it, hair is there as well. Each, yeah. of the, each of the bases did seven. Well, I think it, I did seven figures on mediums, eight on. Eight on the heavies.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, that looks pretty dense. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh,
4: and then it was the, the second More Japanese, second rifle squad for the Japanese platoon. Oh, those little red
0: epaulets with a couple of yellow dots on them look really effective, actually. Yeah, the ranked. That's really yeah, yeah, the that's ranked really yeah. yeah, that's really cute. And
4: uh-huh. So the 70 millimeter infantry gun, mm-hmm. forward observer team. Yep. And then, so you see those bases look back, by the green yeah. posts added. Ah, I did some
0: flowerage. So, have you got a, like a, a massive group of knee mortar guys? Because that's what. Um, oh, they'll be not, coming that's, up. That's, that's not Scottish knee mortars, but um, that's I, that was the thing I had a lot of trouble with against Jeff playing um, Chain of yeah. Command. They just seemed to be very, very effective until I managed to um, buy some flamethrower men, which were even more effective. So, this is something yeah. completely different then. Some something completely different. Female Mongols. Yeah. and some Mongol medium
4: cavalry and some. Georgian or Armenian lance, I heavy cavalry.
0: Okay. Heavy cavalry some interesting impact. armies, yeah.
4: yeah. Just a bolt round out round out my Mongol army. Mm. With those options.
0: And what what figures are these? Um,
4: um I think they're, they're all Donnington. Okay. I Georgian Armenian are a mix uh, various Sort
0: of All sorts, which is probably Eastern right. For them.
4: Occidental nights, so yes, okay. I think there's a couple of Byz- Byzantine nights, yep. and, like- and then there's got
0: to be some terrain because you always do some terrain. Oh, yes, uh-huh. there it is. was Crashed Spaceship or something, crashed Spaceship or
4: terrain from blots, which wow, did a load of work on.
0: So. Yeah, whoa, that is that's some nice airbrushing on that, isn't it? That's um, yeah, very, very. And this is for what sort of game is that? Um,
4: uh. Well, for uh, any sci-fi one. skirmish game. Okay. So it's ready so to go. So, so for yeah, it would be useful to have those. For yeah. Some games.
0: You always right need now. a crash spaceship. Everybody yeah. needs a crash spaceship. Yep.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, and then the third rifle section for the Japanese.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. An excess
4: oh. of snipers.
0: Well, you always do. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. Yeah. That's that finished well, thing that's doing that's the rounds on social media. Well, the moment. excess of every...
4: snipers came about because. Warlord sent me the wrong pack uh, pack pack. So I've got flamethrower team and snipers, mm. which I hadn't I hadn't ordered instead for Void Observer team. I so I told me, yeah, we'll send out we'll send out the Floyd Observer team, keep hold of it. Okay. Keep the keep the wrong pack. And I already had a couple of snipers.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, you can never have too many Japanese snipers, can you? No. You
4: can no, you can never you can see didn't.
0: too many anyway. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And medium machine gun. Yep. What what maker figures are these? um oh, the mix. No. I've oh. got Eureka assault. assault group and warlord. Okay, yeah, because yeah. some
0: of the faces look quite definite, don't they? Um, well defined. Yeah. Okay.
4: Oh, and um, sort of some more terrain.
0: European houses. In, European in houses. States disrepair. Yep. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, It's just did as a corner base to go mm. sort of back corner of the, of the table
0: of a table. Yeah.
4: <coughs> The proper basics risk of precision house which i added th- some bits too yeah. added lots of lots of stuff too
0: yeah yeah adding bits inside it makes quite a difference doesn't it otherwise they can look yeah. a bit a bit empty can't they
4: yeah, yeah. i mean, there's there's a lot more a lot more photos of it on hmm. on, on the,
0: the blog.
4: on the painting challenge blog
0: okay right. that looks
4: like my room in burden yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yes
4: yeah some crates and some British airborne
0: is this an entirely new project then, or is this rounding out? No, up it, something it's that's been just
4: done? some sort of vignette vignette bits to go. Uh, I because I, I did I British Airborne quite a long time. Okay, a couple of years ago, so I decided, yeah, round them out. Got,
0: ah, tanks, riders, or jeep riders, or something. Jeep yeah.
4: Jeep riders. Yeah, well, vehicle vehicle riders. So got, oh, I, they do look I like a, a bunch of have hard dudes, of don't they? No. Uh, then the rest of the Japanese.
0: Of course, there's always more.
4: Yeah. So you wanted knee mortars? Oh, the bloody knee, knee mortars.
0: mortars! God. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of those. So I actually painted like up fourteen four like
4: four figures because right. in the early war, you get three four man teams. Mm. Late war, you get four two man teams.
0: Yeah, when I when I was fighting, there seemed to be just like one team of about thirty. Um, yeah. <laughs> just sort of shoot yeah. at the same well, time and just blatch shit If
4: they shoot it all at the same time, can sit and try If they don't,
0: yeah, they're Japanese aren't they? They all go in a big yeah. Mall. It's,
4: each each squad is effectively a single team.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you can, it, shoot, they can shoot them out of sight, couldn't they? Def- a,
4: which means that entrenchments are really cheap for them because
0: yes, yeah. Because no, I know, I know to buy exactly one about that. to cover a
4: whole squad, whereas
0: everyone so, else is buying more. Everyone yeah. else.
4: Well, same for Russians, actually. Mm. They get, I think, their single team.
0: Yeah, fight up the beach and all that
4: kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's, I support a, an additional rifle squad
0: mm. to make it four. Anti tank rifle. Right, okay. Anti tank guns, 47mm anti tank gun, mm.
4: dug, in, dug in tank. Right, there's,
0: okay. Well, you might as well, if it's one of those. That
4: tank, either the type ta- That's the uh, Chi Ha. Chi Ha tank medium tank for warlord kits you've got two options you can do as i've done i made it up as the, the standard one with the lower velocity 57 millimeter gun mm. but you also get the, the bits to make it up as the as the variant either Chihakai kai or shinhoto mm. variant which has the 47 millimeter 47 millimeter the all pa-
0: conquering 47 millimeter gun i imagine in period
4: uh well it's, oh, right. so it, was more, the... it was more yeah. effective against well it stood a little bit more of a chance against Germans, Grants yeah. and Matildas but not yeah. that much not that much <laughs> no no not really yeah uh, okay. so you ha- used spare top deck and turret bits to make up a tank. yeah thanks why not
0: no why not yeah get absolutely use it yeah
4: and another machine gun
0: more machine guns so there's uh, more Japanese than you can um
4: yeah.
0: wave a flamethrower uh, at really so
4: you, Two flamethrowers okay. guys.
0: They get some as well.
4: I yep. had, had a couple of spare LMG guys mm. left, a couple of spare officers. Yeah. So painted them swords
0: off. as well, yeah. And you painted some late Romans as well, by the looks of
4: it. And I oh, just yeah. uh, realised, oh, yeah, just that, yeah. Various anti-tank suicide teams.
0: Well, of course, there has to be something carrying suicidal. Mines, or carrying mines. Yeah.
4: Explosives, whatever. Just throw
0: themselves in mills bombs yeah. or something, yeah.
4: Yeah, and finished off with some some early Imperial Romans.
0: Okay, and that's more um, Lancashire figures by the looks more of.
4: it. More Lancashire figures just yeah. to round out round out that the army.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, so that's so. How's that? that how's
0: that stood you in the painting challenge then, in terms of volume? How's on, that been doing?
4: In terms of points, I, I'm on about thirteen hundred and fifty points, and in eleven. That's a, no, that a good number. Like, 10th place, place out of 97 that okay. actually started. Yeah. Because <coughs> four, four, four people failed to get an entry in in the first month, so they were cut right. off.
0: All right. I thought you could say four people have just expired through sheer effort and just <laughs> collapsed and um, impaled themselves in it or drowned themselves in a yeah. the pot of brush washing water or something like that but no it's four people who didn't start so that's a relief
4: yeah really that could have been a bit more grim just over two two and a half weeks left to go
0: okay so so we better um you're going to be painting in the background then during this you just got to be buzzing all the time oh, yeah. no no it doesn't no, quite I've work i've right
4: been doing i think mostly working on char- character figures and vehicles for the next Okay, few, few all days right. let's get some interesting stuff language. out because so, I want to get them cleared so I can work on that big pile of terrain you see behind you, okay, <laughs> you know yeah
0: no that's um yeah that that's like you're rebuilding your primed, own house
4: just, all being primed a lot for he- a lot for heavy lifting on that will be done with the airbrush but yeah
0: Well, let's um let's go from your pile of terrain to the, the pile of pots and pans behind Mr. Finkel um on the top shelf of your um your kitchen from this this almost up the nose angle that we've got from um from your webcam on what I guess is a laptop this week. So yeah. um but no it's it's good. Your facial hair is is hiding the nostrils or, or it's all blurring into one with the nasal hair. So it's so all, that's it's all, all it's all well all well
2: planned, yeah. All well but, planned indeed, or, yeah. Right. Well what I'm painting at the moment is a an Egyptian chariot
4: mm.
2: in 25 mil, which I picked up at Burton, um, because just we the have one. our yeah just the one, um, and and I've got some uh, civilian uh, biblical types as well, mm. uh, because we have our festival of Passover coming up in a few weeks' time, and we decorate our table for the special meal with things related to the Passover. So, okay. um, I thought I'd have a sort of model group scene of the children of Israel being chased by the chariot.
0: And oh, sorry. I, I thought it was going to be like a model scene of a tournament that you weren't able to go to due to a, a Jewish religious festival or something oh, like that. No,
2: well, I mean, there's plenty of them, but um, exactly, I need more than one. Um, no. But um, so but I'm, I'm also thinking of expanding it out into a game of escape from Egypt where people roll the dice and move the characters and the chariot will chase
0: them. That going to be based on Escape from Colditz, but you're going to do it with like a pyramid instead of the castle.
2: Kind of that, yeah. You've got a doctor of crocodiles and the hippos and stuff like that, you know. So it's just a, yeah, um, it, It's just an idea. It may not, it, I may not be allowed to to implement
0: this, but um well, should, but we, should we all take a vote on whether we think that your missus will allow you to do wargaming during um, this? this team no there's a lot of down thumbs coming in <laughs> here we think <laughs> you won't get away with this and um it could be another flushed down the usk at passover um possibly yes. the wee baby moses found in the bushes um <laughs> down the usk or something like that you um, know flush down the nile i think yeah flush down the nile that could be it that definitely could be it all right
2: yeah um, um so,
5: par- heston. pardon is there a 15 millimeter charlton heston
2: uh, there could well be, I haven't found one. This is all in 25mm, this <laughs> stuff. Um, I, I'm, and apart from that, I've been painting various bits. I did uh, a bunch of um, German schnellboats for Cruel Seas, which, mm-hmm. from, which I've had sitting around for a while, and I've got the British MTBs to do. And I've done a few little bits for the armies i picked up from Clive's estate, mainly command groups for uh, the Persians and the Renaissance Poles. And a couple of units for the King of the Battlefield Prussian army. Um, And that's basically it. I bought a few bits in the museum sale. Unit of Indian warriors. Uh, I bought some hoplites and and, uh, I haven't yet... You're gradually
0: creeping towards a full hoplite army, aren't you, on the sly? Because you just keep getting a few extra shield transfers and then suddenly... You'll have like all twenty bases oh, of bugger
2: me. I've got enough. I've got enough for a hoplite army. Who as if by yeah. magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 one way of how I acquire armies. You know, you yeah. inadvertently find that you've got a few of the bits. And of course, mm. uh, Clive's uh, Achaemenid Persian army, which I used uh, first true. time on Monday night, mm. that's got a few uh, crafty hoplites hidden in there as well. So um, ah, okay, um, so you know, get uh, a hop, Andy, hoplite the, off.
3: Your your way of building miniature armies is basically scope creep. It started with one Roman, and they ended up yeah. with four ancient armies. Is, is this? Is this what you do, Andy?
2: Yeah, um, we're kind of. Some, well, it's, it's it's kind of how I ended up with with a Thracian army before uh, Christmas. In that, um, some years ago, I had some stuff nicked out in my car, including you know, a Macedonian army. And so, every time I go to a show, I, I think, "Oh, I need a few um, Thracian hop, um, you know, guys," and you end yeah. up buying a few of them. Then time goes by and you forget you've bought them and you bought it buy a few more. And then the uh, Kickstarter comes out for war and empire and you think, all right, I'll have a pack or two of Thracians because you always need them in an army. And then you sit down and look at, you say, Oh, there's enough guys
0: here for a Thracian army. Yeah. As if by magic, then the shopkeeper. Okay. So has that been your main, um, main thing, the few bits and pieces from museum and and that sort of stuff since in the, in the first couple of months of this year? Essentially that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Okay. I managed to get out and actually do a bit of playing games, but um, yeah, I mean the odd bit of painting, and it's but yeah. nothing, nothing which amounts to a project really.
0: Okay, all right. Well, let's go down, Dave. What about you in your um, your your painting bunker with the light and the you know the darkness and the oh, all sorts of things? And you're going to wave something at the screen like you always do. Um, it's possibly going to be a bottle of Hefewefersteiner or something. Yeah, that, that's really dark. We've no idea what those things are. Yeah.
2: Looks um, like guys on horses, but I can't tell
0: what they are. Are like they horses? Camels? Um, they've got a white stripe. Are they Renaissance? Some things.
5: They're sort of Nine Years War or Battle of the Boyne era. Okay. Whatever that is. It what sort of I don't know, like War of Spanish succession is that? Yeah.
0: Simon, you're the expert on, on names of things like that, aren't you? Can you remember what those is that era called something?
2: <laughs> it's be, um, Jacobite Williamite type
5: thing, isn't it? Glorious Revolution.
0: Glorious revolution. Should we call it that? That would be fine.
5: Well, so, yeah, I'm I'm helping someone paint their army for that. So I've done uh, Fogar regiments or Meg regiments even. Uh,
4: I know. Okay.
5: Four, yeah. Two, four,
4: eight. Oh, yeah, you were doing that before uh, when we were last recording. We yeah, I, I painted
5: a Fogar army, but. Whoever I'm painting for has asked me to turn it to a meg army, which means doubling the size of, of a hog
0: <laughs> Yeah, just doing even more <laughs> it's really stuff.
5: It's pointless to me, but there you go. Yep. So, yeah. uh, no, no, there's a lot of variety. He wants armoured cavalry, a lot of dragoons, French dragoons. Mm. Late yeah. Wow, uh, so
0: the, the or something. So have you done anything of your own, or has it all been someone else's?
5: Yeah, I've painted up an entire African army. Oh, oh, yeah,
0: you were buying those, I think, last yeah. time we talked about it, it, weren't you? How's that been?
5: It could be the Kingdom of Axum or the mm. Lemmys or the Beja or yeah. the Nobate. Are they the
2: ones who played on Monday night, the Nobate?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've painted that up. So that's a completely irregular, um, crazy army of like medium infantry, crap bow, camel, mm. mediocre, uh, sorry, camel well camel.
2: Impetuous camels.
5: camels. Impetuous yeah. camels or normal camels or mm. whatever and sort of really rubbish cavalry and it's right. rubbish <laughs> it's an army <laughs> and, and, I, and I've discovered that since I've painted it thinking I'm going to I'm doing something different hmm. everybody else has painted it and is using it.
0: Yeah there did seem to be a few up at Burton which we'll come on to um, I guess in um, a bit later on in the podcast. So, So you've been painting like beige brownie sort of people in loincloths and camels and, and it's all been a bit beige has it
5: or yeah yeah and uh, it, it's cheap figures well you know um Donnington old old figures hmm. does an african range which um I, I actually saw the figures somebody on the scots guys had painted it hunter had painted it some of them yeah. they're quite cute Old figures, so I bought quite a lot of those, and they, they were quite fun in you know, hmm. a sort of non or non modern battle. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. Uh, I, I really enjoyed painting it, and it, it's a fun army, it's very different. Hmm. Uh, doesn't mean I'm taking it to Pamplona, which is one of the And I bottled out on that.
0: You bottled out,
5: okay. Well, I've got a new toy as well, I've got um. There's a guy at the shows is it called a to b brushes or abc a brushes? brushes yeah yeah peter at yeah. abc brushes He's a nice guy hmm. he sells very nice brushes yeah and i've got a model painter medium dry brush from him what an
0: actual what he yeah. sells slightly knackered secondhand old brushes then
5: no no it's actually it's quite actually
0: designed good. for this
5: it's actually quite a large point mm. and it's quite soft so it's actually quite good for dry brushing
0: well, I okay. suppose you'd hope so with that name. It would be
5: I thoroughly recommend it.
0: That's weird, isn't it? Because dry brushing is like where old brushes go to die, isn't it?
5: Or yeah, cheek I, brushes I've go been, to die. I've got these stipple, humbral stipple brushes, which are quite stiff and sort of horse hairy sort of thing. Yeah. I've been using them for my um dry brushing, but I find they sort of like take the other paint off and that. Because this... I'm I i do not want to, you know, yeah, steal Tamsins thunder I, there, your,
0: but I think dry brushing suggest...
4: you want soft. You want soft yeah. bristles for dry brushing. Yeah, it's
0: without wanting to, without wanting to steal Tamsin's thunder, I'd suggest that possibly a stipple brush might be better for stippling.
5: Yeah, you know, I'm just putting it out there for you, but that's probably very, very true. So um, yes, that could I'm, be it. Because I'm, I'm quite into dry brushing. And, uh, okay. And try makeup brushes. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I've discovered these, these brushes are really good. Yeah, I just try very... makeup brushes. Yeah, I don't Not think Dave should
1: hear them because you know he needs them for his
5: mascara every morning. Yeah. Well possibly your flatmate could lose some David, while she's out. this is probably, I think, my eighth online meeting today.
0: Oh wow. Okay. <laughs>
5: getting a bit weird, I tell you. Yes,
0: you're losing the will to you're losing the will to zoom. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, look, let's let's um, let's leave you to it then for a bit and zoom across to um the oligarch yacht. Um Penn and um, Peter in in Runs. What's been going on with you? You've got, we've not seen you at a club or a competition.
3: Um, it's just been very busy work and other okay. bits and pieces. So it's um yeah, you know, one of those periods we've got yeah. fair things going on. So I haven't been able to do very much. I have invested into a samurai army following oh, the um, other than that, yeah. Yeah, well other than that, following warfare, mm. you know. Um oh we got went for new shinies um following the list that got off uh simon and a couple of others um so i've pulled together some stuff and started cleaning them up but i just haven't had time to uh, paint uh, spray them gold because right. a couple of times when i got close to it it was an absolutely awful outside
0: yeah the weather's it's not been so. spray friendly has it at all for a long time
3: No, and, and i've got um, a can of red and a can of gold to uh for spraying so
0: and just you just, know, it's all there
3: go. beckoning yeah? it. Um, but um, I've just started cleaning them up and everything else. Just been, you know, hopefully oh. things will be calming down. Uh, uh, going and, what, into, and what figures uh, are
0: they? Um,
3: oh, now you got me. Uh, samurai. Samurai. Eureka. Okay. <laughs>
0: They're kind of samurai.
5: Old glory. Eureka.
0: Old glory. Eureka. Uh, Essex. Peter Pig. It, right, Eureka. Were, uh, down, um, Eureka. Eureka. Okay. Gone full specialist then. Right. Gone got, got all in on them. Okay, so it's been quiet in um, in Peterworld, Well, I guess over here it's been a bit bit patchy as well. I've been doing I've been doing quite a lot of stuff, um, getting prepped for um, BritCon. Actually, um, I, I even went up to a trade show up to VAPA in York in uh, beginning oh. of February to try and talk to some vendors and stuff like that, which is where I spoke to um, Peter from ABC Brushes, who they are going to be coming to BritCon um, in the trade show, which is good. Um, I, I, I bought some, I think I bought some discount brushes from them at the model plastic modeler show in um, Bristol Way in last end of last year. But um, So yeah, he's coming to BritCon and um, we're up to about 20-odd traders now and I'm planning on going up to Hammerhead Um, on the train up to Newark, which would be a bit weird, on Sunday, mainly as I'm... um... Uh,
4: Saturday.
0: Oh, Saturday. Sorry. Yes, Saturday. That's important. No, I'm going on... um, I am going on Saturday because I'm going out to a gig on um, Friday night, so I didn't really want to drive on saturday i thought it's safer to just book in and go up the train and um and do that to do hammerhead but it was really weird to go to a show again and um and sort of see vendors and people like that out and about um but i think people are starting to get back to normal it really does feel like it's it's back to normal i think painting wise um recently i've been rebasing um it was kind of it was sort of the the clive army that wouldn't sell um, there was sort of a generic biblical thing with it must have been a dbmm army at some point because it um ugarit or something it had loads it must have had about 40 bases of chariots but when i say that it actually had 40 bases of two horses and um about 10 chariot bodies and about six wheels between them it was like the um the Eddie Izzard sketch when um, about being raised by wolves and um, and how the pack of wolves all uh, no, I won't go into it, but um, they had five yeah they have five legs between them no they were four legs each it's a complicated thing, but um, so I've had to get some chariot bodies from Essex and chariot crew to rebase and redo all these things and they're they're almost done now I'm just I, I managed to get out and do some spraying today because it was kind of the first day which hasn't either been too cold or too wet um, to, to actually do it, spray them white, and um, I'll do some sort of very simple contrasty paint stuff on them. And finally, after I think at nearly a year and a bit, I've painted the first, well, I've started to paint the first black sails, black seas, sorry, um, little ship, which is a brig, I think, which I don't know why these things have freaked me out for so long, because they're really easy. <laughs> it's like they're so bloody tiny you don't actually have to paint them that well i think um if that makes sense so so doing a little
3: string bits and things
0: i might have to i'm going to do the string bits but um but i've been told the secret is to paint them first then matt varnish them spray them before you start putting the rigging on otherwise the glue that you fasten the rigging on with um makes the paint come off um so you've got to kind of varnish them before you you put the rigging on um so but certainly these little tiny ones just because i've done it with with contrast paints and i've done skeleton horde i think for the woodwork and then nasdreg yellow which is one and then whatever the fuck gore grunter fur is i don't really know what (laughs) that is um some sort of i don't know thing about sasquatch wiping its own ass or something but um but this little ship seems quite simple and I think a little bit of dry brushing silver on the um, on the guns, and it will look okay. They're really tiny. Um, I'm not quite sure what me 40 quids paid for if I've got some of these things. Maybe the other ones are a little bit bigger because I started with one of the small ones. But So I've got, got that done, and I've had quite a few little bits and bobs of odd units. I've done a few Indian foot and things like that. Um, I've actually just started again, finishing off some 10 mil Napoleonic, cavalry that i've got about 30 of them kicking around and it's just really been trying to clear out the the odds and sods from from the desk um and i think we you know we've all fitted the last podcast was from spain and then there's been another competition down in bournemouth since then that, that we've squeezed in as well but um but i guess more recently than that um this very last weekend i think i was gonna say half of us, no two-thirds of us are actually back from from Burton. So I think maybe it's it's time to take a quick musical interlude and then come back and um and the non attendees can kind of quiz us about what life was like back at, at the mega event that was the Burton the Doubles. So look, we're back from that musical interlude, and um, it's Burton, which which created a bit of a buzz on our little WhatsApp group, um, as a couple of people weren't there, and, and some of us were. And it's the first time, actually, no, it wasn't that big a break, was it? Because Burton just squeezed in at the beginning of 2020, before everything locked down. It was kind of February 2020, when when we all knew it was going to go to Ratchet, but, um, but we were still pretending it wouldn't. Yeah, and all in denial. We were all in denial, and, and the government wasn't going to stop us. So we all kind of went up to Burton. But it does feel like a long time ago. But oh my god, there was a lot of people. There were there were 50 people playing ADLG. I think um this time there were 50. That was one 50. packed hall then. That was one packed hall. And there was 20 people playing Fog Renaissance. There was about 20 playing um dbmm and then there was some fog am and meg in other rooms and things like that so there's a lot of people there and i think even with with adlg there was still six or eight people who were new and there was probably about 10 people who'd not played since lockdown as well so it was just seeing all sorts of different people come out of the woodwork who'd you know burton is burton is burton it's been is it 20 20 years 25 years that they've been doing it was it even thirty that, that they were doing it? And um, yeah. but but we all um, so Dave, you went up as a team with, with Richard. I went up as a team with Adam and um, Simon and Andy. You were a team together, weren't you? So, yeah, um, we were. So maybe um, well, talk to us about your going to Burton, your whole Burton experience.
2: Well, um, my my missus wanted to come, so because um, just like being alone at the weekend, so we went by train got there on Friday night, found a very nice Italian restaurant. Um, and then afterwards, I met up with, with you guys for a drink. Uh, did then, the
0: Italian restaurant serve, you know, like bass and stuff like that? Or did it just go Peroni and, and red wine? No, it, Burton. Had, it was proper
2: proper Burton. You could have had
0: all sorts of stuff. Okay, proper real ales in your Italian restaurant, because it was in the shadow of the brewery, wasn't it? Well, yes. I mean, it'd be rude not to, wouldn't it? It would yeah. be rude not to, yeah.
5: Everywhere's okay. in the shadow of a brewery in Burton. Yeah,
0: even if it's one that's not open, isn't it? Yeah. You're but,
5: kind of walking through a brewery wherever you are.
0: Yeah, there's there's that whiff in the air, isn't there, about it? Yeah, it's
1: Definitely. Yeah, the yeah. smell of beer. It was quite good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Simon, you, can, about... you, can
1: imbibe, you can imbibe
2: the
0: beer without drinking it. It's quite good. That's true. So, Simon, I imagine you didn't go for dinner with um, Andy and his wife at all.
1: Oh. No, so um, Dave and I caught the train up to oh, yeah. up to up to, to meet with Richard, and then we drove <clears> up um, up together, and then met up with all, all you lot for a few pints just for research purposes. Mm. Um, so so we spent a, a couple of hours, um, thoroughly enjoyable hours, arguing about different army list uh, design options, who's going to win, who's going to lose, why. Um, Mount your foot are the best compared to mountain and all that. So that was you know, a good way of avoiding every other scary topic in the world. So um yeah. we managed to get into Burton at civilized time compared to our usual 1030. Mm. And then met up with a bunch of reprobates and found a pub called the um the heretic. heretic,
0: wasn't it? The heretic, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. That was our so own we, pub. It was quite amazing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Literally there's yeah, we rocked up and the, the two other people who were there buggered off. So between uh, all of us, we took over the bar and So there's a tiny
3: one in the car park of the hotel.
1: No, that's the, whole the place way six Six people. Right. And we, there's um near the main road that we usually get walked down to. It's so opposite
0: where Street Spirit Games, Games used to be.
1: Yeah. So there's um a random, yeah, quite a small little pub, you know, only about two, three metres wide. It was a shop
0: really, wasn't it? It could have been a barber's shop in a previous life. It was that small. But the it just had one bloke and a bar, didn't it? And yeah. some casks. It's gravity party. fed.
5: The shop have been turned into bars, micro yeah. bars, and served like five pints as a variety. thing. think it was great. It's really good. I guess, I guess yeah.
0: there must be a lot of people in Burton who, you know, with the breweries getting automated or downsizing or whatever, have, there's a lot of people with brewing experience who found yeah. themselves out of work, and they all seem to be opening micro brews and, and micro yeah. pubs.
1: Yeah, because there's quite a few of the beers that we live, we've not seen before, so we, we oh God, had to yeah. do the research and work our way around all the different mm. beers and all that. And um, I think we all collectively agreed they were all quite drinkable.
0: Yeah, they, they did seem to be, didn't they? It was quite good, though.
1: So, so we yep. were disturbed by, um, uh, I think Dave had it, the, the mango, mango ale, wasn't it?
5: It was like a lilt, um IPA.
2: Wasn't it, wasn't it pineapple or something, Dave?
5: Uh, it, it, was, it was Tiny Rebel who were from Wales. Did you
2: get an umbrella with that?
5: <laughs> it, it really was like that. It tasted of lilt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
2: looked like it yeah yeah
3: a little yeah.
5: lager it's very quaffable yeah i wouldn't drink it all night although I. Tried. or again
0: possibly you, you did though didn't you yeah.
5: uh i was pretty rough on saturday yeah so you tasted it again on saturday did you yes uh on saturday i was so ill that i didn't feel really much like drinking mm. all day mm.
0: until lunchtime benefit. yeah until lunchtime So
5: the pineapple went to your head basically yeah, I was I was in a bit of a rough
0: state on Saturday I really yeah. was. Well, me, me and Adam um me and Adam we uh, because Adam came up on Thursday night from um uh, up from Bournemouth and so on Friday we went round the RAF museum in Hendon um on sort of on, it's on the way okay it's still very close to us and not far to Burton but it got us to kind of north london in order to to head off and it, it's a couple of years since I've been, but it is still really good, and I think you know walking around it with another war gamer is just excellent. And Howard um, came up as well and met us there. We picked him up from in, in Collingdale and and had a scoot round. The World War One Hall has got some completely bonkers stuff in it. Um, there's <laughs> there's a collection of darts that they used to chuck out of aeroplanes at yeah. ground targets. And they're literally they're just metal darts. and But because they, I guess they were all sort of posh people with big mustaches, they had they had them in like a case, like you would have, I don't know, expensive cigars or something, you know, a leather-bound case, to, like the darts, and you'd unzip them, sir, and just throw them at people. I think it, the caption said um, they were really only effective if they um, actually hit something. But you'd it, it, have to be pretty bloody accurate. But And then there was a um, an anti-airship bomb that basically looked like possibly one of the fruits that went into Dave's drink, but covered in metal spikes. And it said that no one knows how it worked because they're not <laughs> dared open it, I think, or take it to pieces. But um it, you know, it looked real Heath Robinson. So there's some really complete and then then a stuffed pigeon that um was um in a little case. And I think it was like a messenger pigeon that had got back from somewhere and expired. And it was because it was such a fine fellow, they'd um, they'd stuffed it for posterity, which I'm sure it was delighted about, and um, and put it in a glass case, and it's part of the RAF back in the back in the First yeah. World War. So, yeah, pretty um, a pretty good way to do it. But then we ended up in Burton and not wanting to have two curries in a weekend and going for a curry on Saturday, we went um, we walked around the houses in Burn um, and ended up in a Chinese restaurant that we thought was going to be sort of normal from the outside and then we walked in and it was just this vast cavernous space with slightly mental decoration and it was like an all-you-can-eat buffet so the you know the food quality was all-you-can-eat buffet standard but you know I've not been for a Chinese where one of the dessert options um is is candy floss before that's (laughs) that's interesting and um you know they, they did have some dim sum which was made properly and and know, chips and and chicken nuggets were good um as as a side option as well in between your duck course so so we had a very weird um lengthy chinese that was a slightly surreal experience and i think it all shut at about half nine because because clearly everybody went no pubs and then joined you guys in in micro um micro brew world and then then another one and then um then on to the games the next day now the certainly for us the first day was great we managed to to win two i think first game we fought we were using um a which is a poor man's ghaznavid and first game we fought a um sort of Beja type army camels impetuous foot camels impetuous foot that that didn't really have enough command and control to um uh, to deal with our army moving around in front of it and trying to get out of its way um, so we kind of mugged that one and then second game we fought. Um, kevin and steve who had a, a viking army with no it was an irish army with a viking ally and um again that just stretched across the table with some very scary two-handed chopper armored foot and um but they were still quite new at using it and there was a weak part in the army it was some just some very vanilla viking swordsmen without any sort of special things and we just threw everything at that and managed to squeeze through the gaps um, to these
3: Ones that stretch all the way across the table. um We've seen the them problem. a couple of times in competitions. They, yeah. they just, you know, in reality, you know, they're, they're, at best they're going to get say a third of the army in. So you can just focus on there, and they're never going to actually get into it.
0: Yeah, but I think if it's, if it's all if it's all decent quality, you know, it's all still pretty good. I think the issue is it doesn't stretch all the way across the table. It, um You've got to, you know, you've got to get the train and otherwise there's gaps and so we we managed to even find a couple of gaps through the middle of the army and stick some some cavalry and some light horse through and go go baggage raiding and things like that um this means war simon andy what what about you what was your first day like well the first the first game we
2: we played was against uh, Pete um, what, and Andy Gilbert. What were you
4: um,
2: Tang army, yeah, with, ah, uh, okay Tibetan ally. And we were up against Koreans and they had a very large bunch of heavy sword crossbow guys in the middle mm-hmm. and a load of Impetuous, cavalry, uh, so impact cavalry covering the flank. And uh, I thought this was gonna be absolutely grisly, but we managed to uh, smash through the middle. And we had a quite amusing incident, uh, reminiscent of Clive along the way, in that um, there was a, a, an infantry melee going on, and we were getting the better of it. And my opponent Pete put his command his cataphract with his included commander behind them and just in line without realizing it. And so when the um when his when his infantry broke and routed, it caused a hit on the cataphracts. That Entitled us to do a roll for uh, general general loss, to which at which point Simon calls out, "All hail Clive!" And then I rolled a one. Excellent.
0: <coughs> All right, you invoke the one. That's good. Um, we, we,
1: we prayed to Clive. Clive was good to us on that day.
2: Yeah, yep. well, he, he, he changes mind the next day. Second yeah. game <laughs> was against um, Julian and Chris Tofalos, mm-hmm. and uh, my dice were my combat dice were very benign against julian and you could see steam coming out of his ears by the end of it <laughs>
4: okay
1: so, you, think you think it down so. the
2: next day but it wasn't i think it was a bit myth that we beat him
1: um, well, we, we, we do feel very proud of ourselves in that we were the only team to beat him all weekend so that's a small credit on our, our part because the, the okay. next day didn't go well we um got
5: rolled
0: yeah. dave what about your first day what was Any that team. what happened what with your first day what me yeah, you and you and um, I was just
5: pretty hungover. So <laughs> when the unreliable general was unreliable, I was quite grateful. <laughs> so
0: you were commanding troops who weren't moving then.
5: Uh, I was commanding the side of the army which was just trying to hang on. Right, <laughs> Okay. With a hangover. No, no. Yep. Um, we we won all our games on Saturday. Mm.
0: But obviously, <laughs> we, you weren't you weren't participating we, that much.
5: We, we, there was a lot of very very sensible preparation, which um. My my doubles partner Chris, uh, sorry, um, Richard. <laughs> Richard Case is very very good at the preparation, yeah. so I was just sitting there going, no no, Richard, I'll go with any army you choose. I'll be very happy to you choose. Really, please choose. Yeah. and go. you had a
0: lot of um, cataphracts and stuff, didn't you? With your
5: yeah, Z. we had a lot of cataphracts. When we sat there, and we thought, well, the only thing we'd be really worried about is elephant armies, hmm. and then I saw before we went to Burton, that uh, Simon and Andy had a game against um, Dave Allen and Gordon, and they used Tamil Indians. So well, I re- immediately returned to my partner saying, they've got elephants, they've got elephants. <laughs> then, yeah, right, oh, uh, well, it's too late now, we're going with the Gadfrax, which is a bad match. And then our first two games were against big elephant armies. Mm. And we promptly smashed them to pieces.
0: Wow. Okay, so, so by the end of the first day, all three of us were on maximum points. Were it two wins? Yeah. Two so wins two did wins, you two
5: dismount wins? against the Elephant Armies, or...? We um, dismounted a couple of cataphracts, but no. Um, the, the, the main cataphract, Tamil Army, which was um, uh, uh, Graham Carroll and Bob Middlemiss, they, they were a bit unlucky. They charged and rolled long, which pushed them through the gaps. And allowed us to hit them in the flanks and just roll them up. Um, so we were pretty lucky on that one. Okay. We got into their squidgy bits, their their um impetuous infantry and their cavalry with cataphracts, and we didn't really have by the time we were hitting the elephants, we were hitting them in flanks and things like that. And then they were falling the elephants were falling over on top of their friends rather than on us as well. Oh,
0: tricky. I and mean, actually, sorry, the important thing about Saturday was um was going to the Coopers, wasn't it? And having pork pie and and beer yes if
1: you of course. Although, or, or just or just beer in my case
0: or just beer yeah indeed yeah because it was reassuring to find that it was still there and um and that the pork pies were still there and substantial and presumably cheap as chips
5: and um, still £3.50 a pint where in London a beer is £6.50
0: indeed it was like proper That's stuff wasn't it
5: yeah
0: okay so then then later that evening um i think we had a so we had the curry didn't we at the traditional curry house and get the beer in from next door yeah
3: did you uh, go for that special brussels sprout curry then, then?
0: i was for, really uh, tempted chemical warfare the, yeah, for next the day. brussels sprout curry was just thinking it was there on the menu <laughs> brussels sprouts and onions i think but it was just thinking unfortunately the tables in burton are spread a bit further apart than in other competitions so it wouldn't be quite as lethal so um so i think i skipped it but um but yeah, that's maybe that's one that we maybe we should take a team decision to go for next time, and um, just all take the same army and then just be be turbo powered in the in the following morning and <laughs> bring that one in. And I think we ended up in um, um, a pub even later that evening with where we bumped into into the boy Hanley um, again. But I think they'd been they might have skipped the eating part of the evening, um, so they were um, what was that? It was called Bruise of the World. I think yeah, um,
5: yeah that's a
0: good that is. It, it was, although there was a kind of a weird thing. And me and Adam were we're talking about this, and when we drove home in the car on on Sunday, but it, you know, it's a proper brew pub. There was the chalkboard up with twenty different beers, and you know, they're all like six percent and upwards, and they've all got daft names and normal benches, and 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 the, you, know, you could see the air conditioning units. It was textbook hipster brew pub but there was something kind of really weird that we couldn't quite put a finger on until the next day we realized it was it was a hipster brew pub but there weren't any hipsters there it was just people who used to work in the brewery in Burton and like beer and went there to drink beer so we realized that all the hipster real ale pubs that we go to in in London and the southeast you know you go to it and part of the scenery is people who are younger and much more fashionable than you are who who'd like lots of you know exuberant facial hair who can possibly get away with wearing dungarees and sticky up hair? Um, and that's sort of part of the experience of a brew pub. But in Burton, it was like a brew pub without the wanky hipsters in it, and it sort of felt slightly weird. That was that was the missing element to it. But but other than that, no, there was some um, some very interesting beer that was even served in thirds and two thirds and, and of a pint. Probably some of it because it was all pretty pretty mm-hmm. six eight nine percent ish but um which i think some of the the people we bumped into have been doing that but um but yet following morning um we had um well i don't know andy and simon what how did your morning sunday morning game go it was over very quickly
1: yeah so so we're but not um, in a good
0: way not in a good way no
1: so there's so the three of the central london teams were on first second and third so um we were fighting um a Father and Son combination, and they had this horror Ross army. So it was one of, Peter it was one of those armies of um, almost wall to wall. It was 37 elements of almost all supported spear and elite uh, Viking allies. So basically, horse uh, um, carry um, berserker, 200 choppers, and all that stuff. And no matter where, and we were a, a mixture of cataphracts and heavy foot army, no matter where we looked, it was a wall of pain and um learned a lot more respect for spear because i think in version three spear, heavy steamer were where that trip type they were just meh but mm-hmm. when you've got 25 of them running around the table um they do command a lot of presence and you know they slowly started tapping into us pushing us around a little bit we try to get around the corners and all that but um we finally got to the point of we had to go in because the berserkers I had um, impetuous medium sort of on my flank opposite the uh, berserkers, I couldn't see where they were going to come. We lined up, I had the overlaps, he contacted, he popped through in the first turn, And he, my entire flank disintegrated in a red mist, and we went, well, that was four, six ones, wasn't it? Ooh.
0: So this That's was, um, yeah. not only quantity has a quality all of its own, but they actually have quality as well.
1: Yeah. So
3: you, you didn't manage to do the Inaki special of going into heavy spears with cavalry and then rolling over the heavy spears?
1: No, uh, we tried with the cataphracts as well, but because of the supported option now, even if you beat them, they go, mm, you don't have furious charge anymore. So, mm. so you, you start off at 3-0, and then if you win, they don't care about furious charge, and it's a bit rude. So, um, Actually, I thought that was
0: one of the takeaways for me, for or us from it, was that that rear support rule, which I'd not really seen or you know experienced that much. There felt like there was a lot of it at this weekend, and it felt like it really did work well. It wasn't, you know, because it, it is still only first round, but it really yeah. did stop things getting squished, and it made me Good think time. that certainly with medium foot spearmen, it might be even a really an even better thing, just because. Taking furious charge away just gives your infantry a lot, lot more resilience, even if yeah, they're a bit I, rubbish. you
1: yeah, pass
2: point if you lose, so it's less chance of losing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I played against the, um, at the Bournemouth competition in warfare. I think it was Bournemouth, because so that was the Roman period. And so, obviously, you're running against auxilia, lots uh, of Roman auxilia, and a lot of them were people who had put the support with them rather than legionaries. So, you hmm. put an elite armored legion with real support you charge that thing and quite often it stood there and went and don't really particularly care so it really shifted it shifted them up into being quite a tough troop type which was quite disappointing because i was trying to roll, roll over them so um, yeah so that is yep. so our this means war.
0: I don't know, Dave do you um do you want to talk us through your our third game
5: well, I was, I mean, what happened in the third game Tim
0: yeah exactly <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to work it out really well, I think again, um,
5: I died very slowly on the left wing
0: yeah yeah my, my troops were kind of all over you like a rash but um yeah. but unfortunately they didn't quite break through and I think we probably talking about it in the car I think we overthunk it and um we had a we had a De Lami medium foot command um and we had a command of kind of crappy spearmen and um for some reason we thought you might put cataphracts and cavalry on the flank so we put our spearmen on the flank and our De Lami more in the center um over in adam and and you just deployed textbook traditionally with cataphracts in the middle and some sort of infantry on on the flank and if we if we deployed normally you know, put Daylamo on the edge, I think that would have been quite a different um, outcome, but because the De Lama could have just run over your flank um, command and your spear, and the spearman would have probably lost slowly to the Cataphracts, but but it did feel like a game in which, you know, your the Cataphracts elite and heavy armor just allowed them to to grind down our okay first round, but, you know, the longer it went on, the, long, the more chance it seemed that your guys would, would just actually gain the upper hand. It was like a big arm wrestling match. And, and that's kind of how it, it worked. And then, then at some point, it just all fell apart really pretty quickly.
5: I think the thing with that is that I have to keep up the morale of my doubles partner, Richard, when the cataphracts charge into the supported spearmen mm. and lose the initial combat. Yeah. And there's a sort of like, oh, no, we've lost, it's all over moment. But then what I find is, the cataphracts having the heavy armour and being elite allows them to come back in the second and third rounds of the mellow. Yep. Yep. And then eventually they grind down the heavy foot. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, that's what happened in our final game particularly.
0: Yeah, it's a really interesting mix, isn't it? It's a really interesting matchup about how it swings out and, and works out kind of unbalanced.
5: Well, I think Richard had very cunningly built an army with... You know, we had nine elite cataphracts going through the centre, as you say. But then we Mm. still had four heavy cavalry impacts out on the flanks to stop medium foot. And I mean, you know, in in the final game, we played the Russ, which uh, Simon and Andy lost to. Mm. And again, that was another case of, uh, oh, the only thing bad matchups with after bad matchups with the Elephants, which we won. The other bad matchup we didn't want was supported spear, and we faced a massive supported spear. We did,
0: yeah, definitely, yeah.
5: It was a horrible army. <laughs> it's kind of Ukrainian, Russ, really. Yeah,
0: in fact, everybody was rooting for it for that yeah. reason. Yeah,
5: yeah. Well, I was thinking we need, we should be losing here, but um, hmm. uh, we didn't. But that that was a case again: three elite cataphracts going into supported spear, losing the first round, and then coming back by rallying back up. Hmm. using their armor using their elites to rally back and things and the medium foot command which was on the, the the viking ally of medium foot impetuous came through rough on one flank and i just sat outside the rough with bowmen and heavy cavalry impact so he couldn't yep. so sit there uh,
3: are we him. entering a new phase of adlg where it's um um, the de- new defensive meta, and rallying up ahead of the other guy?
5: I think defending is very, very much an ob- viable, isn't it? Viable. We chose to defend. Cause, yeah, because yeah, the, the, the last one,
3: um, you know, before the, in the latest version came out, um, it was very much um, more aggressive armies and punching through. But you're saying with the supporter than that, it changes the metro slightly, balances it out probably. Um, But it's more about how can you manage to rally your guys up?
5: I think choosing the terrain and um, uh, defending has definitely become much more of an option. I think the situation where you say, actually, my, I mean, like with the, you know, you're painting Samurai army and Simon, we had a lot of talk about Samurai. Samurai mm-hmm. was, was a non-functioning army in version three. It was too expensive. It now, because it's been given, I mean, partially because it's been given four light foots, who are cheap to pad mm-hmm. it out. And they've changed a few of the army type and military types that you would almost certainly choose to defend in uh, planes, take the extra terrain, have a strategist so you can move the terrain to where you want it to be. So. You know version three it was almost oh we want big initiative, so we get to win the initiative, attack into planes, get the jump on the enemy, know where his army is, smack into it Now there's much more of a change that you defending is really a good option
2: well Dave, I would just say that at Bournemouth, I took an English hundred years war army with a strategist and I chose to defend in forest and Three times out of four, the terrain, I never had a good bit of terrain anywhere near where I wanted it.
0: Yeah, but Andy, the rules, however much the rules change, you're not going to become lucky. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not one of the things that Hervé was looking at in version four, I don't think. But, um, <laughs> but no, I think defending as an option, there's a much better balance between do you defend and do you, do you attack. And I think the rear support rule is, is really good. You know, mm. I, I think it's, I don't think it's too powerful. It's it's very effective because it, it, but it slows down crappy troops losing quite a lot, but it, it doesn't really help you win. Um, so the, I
3: think the uh, um, the interesting one uh, when we're in Spain is then making sure that there was enough rounds played uh, in a game, um, so it less mattered if someone turned up with a really naff army with yeah. lots of troops. A um, you yeah. were still able to actually take them on and have a yeah. decent battle. No, I, I uh, think so. But th- I think also though, in man army,
0: in um, in Spain, and, and you know, even in Bournemouth to an extent, there was people are still a lot of people are still playing for the first or second time. You know, nobody's quite back up to speed, and I think Burton, there were three and a half hour games, and and pretty much everyone finished because it was on the same schedule as as the dbmm and the fog and, and and all the rest of it so so that gave like forever for the games to finish and and the extra points didn't really make much difference but i think all our games were done in about two and a quarter hours from set up to finish and and plenty of pub time which was which was grand but it did you know all some really interesting armies and i think again not, not talk about it yet the last game we did fight dave allen and his where well, it was nine elite elephants um yeah which which was again it was kind of nearly there the terrain was allowed him to play on quite a narrow field um I nearly outflanked it and and used a cavalry command to try and run over some of the squishier foot but I think certainly with that one the Tamil Indian the the infantry are impact swordsmen which means they're just much more resilient to being charged by cavalry than some of these other armies that have got mixed sword bow or uh, you know or, or, or too many other crappy troops because impact swordsmen are just much better at resisting a cavalry charge so so i tried to mug the bit of his army that didn't have um elephants all over it and and that was the play and and i got bounced by it they they, they beat me off so and then the elephants just eventually got in and and finally through elite and generals and all the rest of it started <laughs> causing some pretty big carnage and then the army just fell apart. Um but but no I, I thought it was a really interesting good fun competition and um, and actually you know we all still managed to get away while it was still daylight and it, it didn't rain either which is oh the weather was, was lovely. Yeah it wasn't, oh, yeah. Quite, who, it wasn't who, bitterly who freezing in the end then
5: we did. Uh, we did.
0: yeah Ooh, boy saunders
1: he one, did indeed they they uh, won convincingly with four 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 wins, so we conceded yeah. to them that they could have the trophy this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're allowed. It. Nice. If they win all four well games, done. that's reasonable, isn't it? That's that's pretty good. So, yeah, but
1: um, I, I think it should be
2: said that they only won the whole thing because we put a spanner in the works of Julian and Chris, who otherwise might have won the whole thing. Like, Andy, you could, you could you could say points. that
0: um I think um Kevin and um Kevin okay. and steve came second i think
1: came second, um, yeah, really weird. and we
0: and we beat them um so so there you go you know we we put a spanner in the point of somebody else so so as a team effort dave you um you owe us all a pint really <laughs> for helping beat down the second third fourth place people or, or whatever and particularly a pipe to uh, me and adam for contributing so so healthily to your victory with so many points by rolling over this means war So look, we've um, we've had a request. We've had a request. Um, we've had a request from a listener who um, who asked us. Um, you know, bizarrely, they wanted the podcast to come back. They were missing it. a Bit weird. And um, and they also made a suggestion that we should have a discussion about why DBA is the greatest rule set ever written. Which um, you know, in the spirit of I'm sorry, I think you're an ass, even though it's not quite I'm sorry, I think you're an ass, is obviously nonsense. You know, I, to me, it was the ultimate moneymaker for um for war games research group after they you know after they run out of fingers to count beyond seven for seventh edition they had to come up with something else and and it became dba and and ever since then they've been milking the the dbx horse really and you know ultimately they just bled as white the bastards they've taken everything we've had all our money has gone to the keep in devices and and the edifice that is wrg and they've not just taken our money They've taken her father's money, and her father's money, and her father's father's money,
2: and our father's father's fathers,
0: and her father's fathers too. Yeah, yeah, and that, and her father's 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 money. So, you know, Andy, and our look, father's
2: father's father's fathers.
0: Andy, look, don't labour the point, really. But, but the question is, though, really, what has DBA ever brought to the world of wargaming? You know, really, what's it ever brought?
4: Army lists.
0: What, what army sorry? lists? Army lists.
4: Yeah, properly researched lists for many hundreds of previous obscure armies.
0: Actually, no, I suppose you're right. Yeah, and, and they've got the enemies as well haven't they, in the DBA book, I suppose. But OK, right. So look, army list, because, you know, the, the sixth and fifth, seventh edition ones were a bit rubbish and there was only three books. But but yeah, loads of army lists, OK, for 300, 400 armies. That's now standard. But but what what else? What else have they given us,
1: really, DBA? 40, 40 mil wide element Sorry, oh, yeah, sorry Simon? Awesome.
2: Oh yeah, the forty mil wide element, Tim. Remember what a hassle was with different basing and all
0: sorts of rule sets. Well, you know, okay, yeah, we used to differently base things for different rule sets, but that was part of the fun of sort of wargaming. But, but yeah, you know, actually, to be fair though, nobody really likes rebasing. So, so yeah, the forty mil wide element, you know, and and army lists. So maybe DBA can take some credit for for that, really. But, but you know, what what else? What else has it done? <laughs>
4: Trick tapes, trick tapes
5: based on relative effectiveness, not weaponry. Well
0: Okay, Dave, in your weird voice in um in Sarrow. I don't Yeah, you know, let's okay. So the idea, that basic idea of moving away from it's got a sword and a shield and darts, and each one's a plus one, you know, and and Cantabrian bloody circle and all that sort of nonsense. Um just simply classifying troops based on relative effectiveness against each other not doing it ground up from this enormous long drop down list of of weaponry you know okay yeah that that, that goes that goes without saying you know how ridiculous would it be for someone to write set rules today where there's a whole long drop down list of different weapons that you stack up with different characteristics and rather than just going let's take it broad brush abstract it just relative effectiveness against sort of historical opponents. What why would anybody do that these days? But oh, but so you can get around no more tedious morale tests.
5: Morale tests, morale tests? What the bleeding hell is morale tests? I started playing DBMM, so I've no idea what a morale test even is.
2: Yeah, morale, cohesion tests, waiver tests. What a rubbish mechanic that was in retrospect. Eh? Why not just cut the crap out? And just have units alive or well broken, folding it all into the combat dice roll. Rules that don't
0: need a two hundred page book and a four page QR sheet to play them. Look, hang about, calm down, lads. <laughs> you know, okay. So, so okay, taking morale tests and waiver tests out of it and just having stuff alive or dead. Well, you know, I suppose there's an argument that DBA cut out loads of nonsense. But you know, in fact, nobody really enjoyed those morale tests. I think the um, shock of impact was probably the nadir of that. Although sixth edition was pretty grim and then god waiver tests in seventh was just oh they were terrible one dice things they tried to simplify but they just weren't really necessary so you know all all those tests and complex move tests and and cohesion tests which sadly came back in fog for a while that that was it and um yeah just do it on a d6 it's part of the combat fold all those processes into one don't don't roll separate dice for it that, that's it i guess and um and i suppose yeah um well, no, but you know, I'm sure there's wargamers who like 200-page hardback rule sets. You know, particularly anybody who's putting them under terrain cloth to use as terrain for for a big Napoleonic battle. They're never actually going to move the troops with that. That may be a possibility. Um, and all those pages of pictures that no one ever reads, because surely the rules can't take 200 bloody pages and a and a massive QR sheet in really small print with with yeah. They, you, you may well, actually I, be right. I, I those, don't know. Those were these pretty people. grim.
2: And if I did, they could all go get a life. Oh, okay, ah, maybe no. You've maybe also nobody. got the end of single casualty removal. Was that ever a thing? Really?
0: Yeah, Dave, yeah. Before your time, mate, we had single figures. In fact, Dave Allen, who we talked about with his elephant army, there were single figures in which, I think, in one set of WIG rules, the direction in which your officer was pointing was the direction in which you could evade with that unit. Ah so um so dave i believe this may be an apocryphal story but he has told us it so it's probably true and um, mounted the single figure on a penny so that he could turn it in whatever direction would be optimal to um to evade in and then people used to do cantabrian circle and african skirmishing formation and move all the figures around so you'd have big circles of 28 mil light cavalry floating around on the table so and you would take them off one at a bloody time so yes single figure casualty removal was just all the figures would fall over in the box. That was before magna base was invented. So yeah, putting everything on bases, I guess is <coughs> is is another is another real real upside. So I, I I guess fair enough. But apart from that, you know, any what what else has, has DVA given
5: given to us?
1: I mean, I think you know one of the biggest things he gave us was this, you know the same set sort of rules played everywhere in the world, even down under. Down
5: under,
0: chunder down under. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the chunder down under, but. You know no, that whole abroad is
5: fun, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure they're going to let you into Australia with that accent, though, Dave. Really, yeah. Yeah,
1: just, see, just see you at border control. Yeah, so, um... that could be it.
0: Yeah, Dave. Dave looking scared when the rubber glove comes out is probably something that that maybe DBA does owe us, really. Uh, but you um,
5: that's the sniffer dog at Melbourne Airport. Called. Yeah, that's.
0: Uh, we're not. We're not <laughs> talking about your um, social life here now, Dave. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... and,
2: and now it's perfectly reasonable to have a set of rules that contain command and control mechanics that mean your troops don't do exactly what you want all the time now. Well, we also have a lot of fun with PIP dice, you know?
3: They certainly killed off the
2: uh, war gamer as a
3: sort of god syndrome. Let's face it, the PIP dice are the only mechanism that could kill off a cliche like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I suppose, I suppose you're right. You know, a, a kind of a resource allocation based command and control system that is designed to punish you for doing complicated things rather than, you know, something where you can sort of save up power-ups or when you just do what you bloody like, you know, that that that's pretty good, I guess. And, um, and the fact that the rules are played all over the world, you know, we, we all enjoy a lot of that. Um, I am glad about the lack of morale tests, um, not really needing a QR sheet or 200 pages of rules. Um, yeah, getting getting rid of single-figure casualty removal, that, that's also good. But But apart from that, and apart from all the other bits and pieces, what has DBA ever done for any of us?
4: Given us su- an excuse to buy to paint?
0: Well, you would bloody say that, wouldn't you? <laughs> speeding into the distance we um we're into the final straight now so the the bit in the final straight is as always the or quiz incroyable french techno there and um, andy you, you I'm not sure you probably remember. You may be the only one who remembers how the quiz works. I think the rest of us have tried to put it out of our minds, quite possibly. But, um, well, but hit well, us with your quiz stick, Monsieur Right, well, there,
2: were, right there were three questions, and then uh, there will obviously be an answer to each one. And so all you have to really decide on is, are we going to give the answers before the end of this quiz, or are we, going to, are we going to keep our listener in suspense until the next quiz, until the next podcast?
4: To for a month.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, know, we, never force... got,
4: we never did the answers to the last quiz. I think we did. I we can't did. remember what it was. <laughs> the Pirates.
0: What? <laughs> we've, can we, we come up with answers to questions that we don't that remember?
4: Was, that was several bits because we ran out of time. <laughs> <just Okay>. probably...
0: <laughs> was there something <laughs> about Pirates, later? then, we've got to talk about? Was, was it, it about? Well, well,
2: well, well, I actually have the answer to the Pirates questions if you want me to do oh. that.
0: Well, I, I think, Andy, that's answers to questions that we can't remember. Maybe yeah. you should do the answers and we'll try and guess the questions.
2: Yeah. That
3: could be a no, that. Okay. Right, OK? All
2: right. So the answer to the first question in the Pirates quiz was Julius Caesar. Can you remember what the question was? Yeah, I know the answer to that. Kidnapped by Pi- I've just given you the answer, you Muppet.
4: You've got to tell me <laughs> what the question is. Kidnapped by Pirates. Yeah, that's kidnapped. right. And, and released, that. went back, got a fleet and wiped him out.
2: Yeah, that's right. So it's which of the roman first row was kidnapped by pirates right
4: yeah the
5: answer to the second one stockholm syndrome right, the answer to the second fighting. one was, dave
0: dave it can't have been stockholm syndrome stockholm wasn't invented
5: yeah exactly it's a reverse stockholm syndrome <laughs>
1: okay
0: yeah might be syracuse syndrome um right the second
2: <laughs> second question the answer was royal navy officer and i'd be amazed if you um
0: remember <laughs> navy the officer story. right um well um what um what what do the Americans, uh, no, which, for which navy, is the rank of Rear Admiral referred to as Butt Pirate in the by the American Marines? Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh,
1: no, not quite. What, no, no. It, was, it was.
2: This was actually a question about a guy called Henry Avery of Newton Ferrers, which is near uh, Brixham. It <laughs> captured the wealthiest ever pirate uh, ship taken during the Golden Age of Piracy. It was worth ninety-one million pounds in current value. And he was never captured. His treasury, the treasure, was never recovered. And what was his profession before he mugged this ship? And he was a Royal Naval officer.
0: It wasn't um, a, a Russian oligarch's yacht, was it, by any chance? Captured by the tax authorities? Um, no, I don't think he'd the you No, know, because a cannon would have messed up the. Oh, okay, gun. all right. Yeah, interesting. And right. To be
2: honest, I can't be asked to the give the third answer. Radiance radiance is, radiance is
0: the third answer too tedious? We're not even going to um, tell anybody.
2: Well, the th- third answer is blistering barnacles.
0: Blistering particles. Oh. Uh,
4: Captain Pugwash. It's from Captain yeah. Pugwash, but not one of his aphorisms. Demon Stays. I think that was Cutthroat Jake, his enemy. Was it? Yeah, it was have from you, Captain Pugwash anyway.
0: Have you painted Cutthroat Jake in 28mm from Tag? No, I haven't. Not yet. Right, okay. So, let's play some more music. so andy hit us with this week's questions then right well this
2: week the theme is beer since beer. we just come back to burton, burton theme good right First question one in addition to germany which world war ii nations army had a general called hoffmeister was it a france b canada or c south Af- south africa
0: was south africa even in world war ii Oh, wow, OK. Oh, yeah, you've painted the stuff, don't you? All
5: right, fine. It was part
0: of uh, Commonwealth. Oh, I guess it was, yeah. They were all sort of chipped in oh, oh, the yep. name.
5: what's his name? Finch, he's supposed to be a South American, oh. isn't he? Sefer. Yeah. OK,
0: all right.
2: So question two. In which 1917 battle did the Australian Imperial Light Horse make a cavalry charge armed only with bayonets? <laughs> OK, all right.
0: And
2: number three. In which year was the Battle of Beer Hakim, where an outnumbered French brigade held off a German offensive for over two weeks? A, Another 1870, week. B, 1914, or
0: C, 1942? Beer, beer based yeah. pun of the week, if that's easy to say, which it clearly isn't. Good. All right. Well, look, we will maybe return um, later, or we may return next time we do this, which will be in a few weeks, with with those answers. <laughs> Well, we're, we're coming into definitely the final stretch then, which is the look ahead to what's coming up in, in probably the next few weeks. Um, I, let's start with you, Tamsin. You've how long have you got with this painting challenge? Another fortnight? Did you say? Two
4: and a half weeks. Two finishes and a half weeks. Are, finishes midnight on Sunday the twentieth.
0: What's your what's your target? Are you aiming for top ten or or just get a load of stuff done that you want
4: doing? I'm aiming to get a load of stuff done. I, right. I'm, not, I'm not too okay. I'm not too worried about position this this time.
0: Right. Oh, okay. And we've already seen there's a lot of MDF spray spray brush terrain behind you. Um, are there any figures in that pile?
4: Uh, yeah, I think there's some figures. Well, I've got some figures that are ready for painting, figures mm. and vehicles, uh, and they're going to get done over the next couple of days before I work on the terrain. See how see how I get on. How quick? How if I get through the terrain mm. in time? I might add some more figures to the queue. Fifteens, twenty eights, twenty eights,
0: twenty eights. Second World War.
4: Some sci-fi. No, it's going to be if I do if I do get the time. It's going to be sort of civilian crowd figures for Mega City One.
0: Okay, all right. So Either, we'll see some
4: using using some riot of riser figures from offensive miniatures and also some railway no, model railway people.
0: Model railway people. Well yeah I, you know, I think the, I've been to a model basic, railway show. The I know what they look big, like.
4: The basic, they basic white plastic figures. All oh, right
0: I was gonna I thought, like, model railway appears, people it's very
4: basic sculpting but it's just right. it's crowds.
0: Bodies. I thought by model railway people you meant like people who look a bit like war gamers but oh where's that coming? They look like, like Wargamers, but um, slightly less socially skilled. Um, okay. All right, okay. Mr Saunders, you've got a, a trip to um, abroad coming up, haven't you, in the next few weeks?
5: Not this weekend, but next weekend to Pamplona uh mm. to play AGLG. Yep. Um, have you
0: chosen your army yet? Can I you-
5: have. I struggled. I struggled. I tried to make the I win. Uh, Andy beat them up. I don't know how to use That's them.
2: how bad they are.
5: <laughs> thank you, Julian Lopez, because it's a rubbish army, even though you claim it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've fallen back on my classically favourite early Carthaginian army. And then okay. I said the listing, and Inaki reminded me that it was a two-list competition. So I actually replied back and said, no, thank you, I'll just go with one list. No, I yeah. didn't. Because <laughs> uh, I was getting even more confused by that. And then he, then he started telling me about how I could take a Libyan ally. And that was a really good idea until I pointed out to him that that was a really bad idea because he hadn't read the rules and didn't know. <laughs> That's so the rules he set,
0: said, okay.
5: He was going, oh, you can have all these me um, impetuous foots. And I went, no, you can't, not in no, that exactly. no. Right. So he's obviously been looking at other people's lists and I've just pointed out that they're all illegal to him. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> so is there um, are there any travel restrictions for Spain at the moment? Or can you just uh, sail in know, and sail out?
5: Well, I think the the really, I mean, cross my fingers, and I hope this Mm. is true, because I really need to check this. Um, um, We still need the Spanish app to get into Spain. Yeah. But that ain't too...
0: That's just to say you've been vaccinated then. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, that's just waving our QR code. But we don't need all that rubbish of of doing a test when we get back. To get back. Okay. That's the the really good news, because then we don't have the Spanish trying to check british travel restrictions in spain to come back which of course yeah british we just export all our nonsense um, paperwork to the johnny foreigners because we think we're so superior and then it
0: must be getting time to submit your roll call list quite soon as well i guess
5: that's a deep worry Uh, i'm obviously (laughs) doing too many competitions and i'm not keeping up to date with my paperwork Right. Roll call. Is that got to be in before next weekend? No, not uh, next weekend. March no. i prefer it by the following week, if that's all right. I've had four lists in already. I I might even be ready to submit a list, to be quite honest. But um, I'll make up a list for you. Oh, I, I yeah. Could we could do all do no one. We could do a
0: crowdsourcing.
5: Okay. I I yeah. No bar tie to roll call.
0: Okay. Well, you heard it here first, boys and girls. It's like all right. So Andy, as well as checking four lists for roll call, what's what? And possibly more what have you got coming up
2: uh finishing off um the motor torpedo boats for uh cruel seas um the indians the hoplites uh the bits and bobs really i mean i've got no big project on the go at the moment i'm kind of running out of storage space which is one reason why i didn't buy a samurai army um what <laughs> right. also um, i i played i played <laughs> against what i played against one it, Beachhead, and yes, it was beautifully painted, but it's still—it's um, not a nice, visually colourful army.
1: it's Not sprayed gold. That's why they didn't use enough gold. Yeah, yeah you, not. you you, you not see my one, which is all reds and yellows and blue. Oh, well, yeah,
2: well, um, to be fair, your fifty mil one with
1: the fancy flags
2: and the blue um sashimono's and stuff—that's quite smart. Okay, I like pretty colours.
0: Right. So it's Simon, also going what to be
3: what... a Kickstarter, a twenty-eight mil plastic uh
0: samurai. Yeah, yeah, some of the fire stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm staying away from that because yeah. that, that could um be bad for my credit. Simon, card. you know that you way, want it. That way leads madness,
0: yes. Yeah. So Simon, other than avoiding the um the Kickstarter for 28 or Samurai from Fireforge, what what are you doing over the next few weeks?
1: Well, speaking of credit card accidents, um, I happen to be visiting a web page, a website, which is always bad for a wargamer. Mm. And Forged in Battle had um over the January sales, uh, they had a 15% sale-off, I think it was, or 25% sale off. So I may have bought a lot of Arabs to do all the Arab options in 15 oh, good. years. Correct. good. Um, so, because so, you know what it's like, you could just do 22 or 24 bases. That gives you enough to get an army. But then you need the golems in either elite or non-elite formations, mixed units, different other, other units. And they here. go from
2: sword to spear in the year 638 or something. Yeah. But then you need the contrast paints
3: to paint them, unless you do the new warlord ones. Oh, uh, so sorry, not warlord. Uh,
0: army yeah, warlord. I painter.
4: Yeah,
0: I, army I, paint I got, paint I got
4: a just, them. I just, I received today aye, the starter set. Oh
0: yeah. right, actually. Oh god. Let, oh, look, let's let's put a break on this. Then we've got some real discussion. Everybody in the world is talking about this. What have have really you? Know? How many things have you painted with them? And Andy, you've got them as well.
4: Yeah. the, the, the uh, army I painter. I haven't painted anything with them yet. Right, you can, you can be quiet and then.
0: Andy. Tell Talk us. Tell us through this. What's going on? Well, I mean, watching
4: I, this
2: is um one of my um I don't know if you can how, see it how does it much.
0: go on what's it like how's it compared it's very, to it's very kind
2: of ink like and um yeah. it's i mean it does it also does sort of dribble into the folds quite quite nicely and you get uh, it does show up the contours of the figure mm. and they do dry very quickly so uh, um, i'm just think the um the range of paints the colors is is a bit limited at the moment um but i did the um using actually two two different colors I did I did these Indian swordsmen hmm. and so the skin color and the um, uh, came out quite quite well and the, the nice definition of uh, you okay. know the difference between the skin and the um Doty. Shield, okay. shoulder strap and, the, and the, yeah. the head the head gear and all that kind of stuff so all right.
0: um, yeah oh actually I think that's an interesting are they are they basically world War two colors at the moment then if it's come out from
4: no the kind of no. fantasy no. description you've got, been, yeah you've you know, got, yeah you've got an orangey yellow, yeah. A bright, uh, a, a darker orange, hmm. red, blue, purple, a green, it's uh, brown leather, bright green. It's all flesh. Then you got flesh, a flesh wash, flesh yep. color. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sort of a pallid. Well, I think it's called pallid. Yeah, I think bone. They call them pallid well, bone. Pale light grey. Okay. It's a it's a pale brown, more right. than yeah right. the kind, of, kind of basic fantasy you've colors, got a, as I dark, would say. a darker brown and you've got a dark very dark gray
0: so tamsin are you are you excited fascinated by these or what? Is it completest that you've gotten for or
4: i thought i'd try them out yeah i read a bit try them out uh, on things that i'm not either just sort of background pieces at yeah. f- first so I've the I railway people yeah
0: yeah yeah okay yeah the, 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 the,
2: the flesh one is far too dark
4: okay yeah
0: for europeans yeah
4: yeah and uh, one bit i' seeing some 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 reviews on youtube it does appear to be an issue that they can reactivate be reactivated if you try to paint over them or apply washes so army painter are saying so, recommending let it dry and then give it a coat of varnish before you mm. do anything on top. But I'm
0: not sure if that's the case with, um, with GW contrast paints. Are, are
3: no, they... it's not, the, it's the GW ones are fine. They mm-hmm. stop, okay. Uh, I've, I've used that, so when I did buy Arab Army with um, all the gubbins, mm. it was great using the contrast and then you could, um, um, when inevitably I'd made a couple of mistakes, it's yeah. quite easy to paint over certain bits.
0: Okay. So it's a it's a feature not a flaw or the other way around then okay well that actually that will be something um good to come back to in a couple of weeks time or two or three weeks time and see how they've um they've gone on um has anybody else picked any up
1: no, no, I, 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 I bought the i bought the games workshop uh contrast paints after your your recommendations okay. i've started using those already they're quite mm-hmm. nice
0: yep no they look cool good okay all right well, I, do, um who's, who's guys, going
4: that i will say oh. yeah do sort of test patches on a card and uh, and found that sort of the consistency out of a bottle was i, they were, they, they were, across, I they were they were consistent i across i though it was each bot i it was consistent met i stand i fluidity and everything yeah which of gather isn't always the case with the contrast paints
0: mm, yeah yeah okay so it's, it's a consistency question then right well it will be fascinating to see in a few weeks time how these have um we've done i might be tempted to try and pick some up i think with i don't know if they're selling them in individual bottles yet or whether it's just not yet
4: not yet Uh, i think individual bottles uh to come out a a bit later on uh, around about possibly about the same time as the mega set
0: oh my mega set (laughs) of course it's a mega set okay it's
4: about about 35 quid for 10 which Mm -hmm. sounds not too bad really yeah i got I depends where you bought buy them. I got mine from S SNM stuff. Yeah. And it was f- about 30. It was le- it was less I think it was about 31.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got mine from Great Escape Games. Right. Okay. So there's plenty of um, plenty of them out there in the market. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, let's keep going around. Um Pete, do you think you're gonna gonna get samurai spraying at some point? Uh, Is that well, foreseeable? It, with the weather be a bit art? nicer. Yeah.
3: Um, on and it. work calming down a bit uh hopefully yes um i've also got to actually pull my finger out and work out what the hell i want to take to roll call and work out a list for it because um i haven't really done anything since when we were playing in Benidorm. Uh, sorry not Benidorm, alicante <laughs> um yeah um so i've got to actually remember what i've got and what ideas i have so i might even try and get down to the club um, now I've got um, you know things calm down a bit at work and uh, okay. um, but um, yeah having got the samurai I, I just really fancy uh, building those up um, and then starting to build up some ideas for when we go to Rome in June yeah. so Worlds, because it's, that's a, a proper two lister. Um with a very different variation. I'm sure we'll talk about that in another podcast. But yeah, I'm just yeah, thinking yeah. ahead to that uh with roll call and uh with what I'm painting and do I want to do something different. War. So what yeah, have got
2: to do,
0: I think now that I've done a ship um without the rigging, there's clearly more ships to be done because they're quite easy finish off this it's biblical army which will only take a matter of minutes um i will bite the bullet and and do these napoleonic 10 mil horse which is grand and then i think once i've got the box of, of black sails out of the way that will be quite a that'll feel like quite a big thing because it's been lurking around for a long time and then i've got three different armies to decide about starting two in 15 mil and one in one in 25 mil to decide if i do that um but yeah i I'm not doing Pamplona in March, so I've got a break until roll call. I've already submitted my army. Um, It's a lockdown painting army, it's the Assyrians, which the 25 mil period goes from biblical and classical. So so it's like, look, that's the one I've got. Um, I don't wanna use another bloody late Roman army and try and shoehorn it into that. Let's just bang in and and use the Assyrians. Um, So they're already, they're actually even boxed up ready to go amazing preparation with a month ahead and then um i've got to kind of finish off getting some of the rest of the, the brick on stuff all sorted um and and then i think place actually get down the club and play some games because i've missed a few really um i've missed a few weeks i've got a game of o group next monday um probably get some more ideal g and maybe even practice with the the assyrians although the list is in fact, that, yeah that's one of the things we we didn't practice with the um with the khorasanian army that um, me and adam took to burton and um and we found out when we put it down on table that that there's one elephant in that and, and in that command with the elephant there were no light infantry so the elephant was walking around completely you know with its Elephants the target painted on it, yeah. Target painted on it. Should you know, <laughs> you need to screen your elephants with light infantry. But, but with me fiddling around with the list for so long, I've kind of moved the light Tree around and taken them out of that command. So, um, Tim, we,
2: can I just say that um, Assyrians is not one of the options for uh, roll It is for
0: twenty-five mil. Oh right, okay. Yeah, it's a different one, which is why, which is why you haven't seen the list either. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, um, so that's all fine. That's been submitted to Gordon. So. So that's all good. It'd be nice to get those on table, and um, and yeah, play play a few more different bits and pieces. And when the weather improves, do some. I've got a lot of shiny stuff that hasn't been matte varnished over the last two months because it's, it's just been too damp or too cold to um to do that. So I'm going to have to trawl through a load of little drawers and, um, and boxes and things and find all the shiny stuff and just have a big matte varnishing session um, as well in prep for that. So so yeah, with um with that spray tastic news, I think we um we draw to the close of this slightly shorthanded but um next one in next one in a few weeks i guess um because okay. it seems good that we should do this every every three or four weeks and just gradually yeah, build up a, and force um, ourselves a to roll paint. up
3: to roll call
0: yeah hmm? pre-roll call we can um we can get um micah richards back and do a bit of world of war mm-hmm. war 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 sports predictions for well, roll call well, well, if we, we do, do this at far. the back end of march probably
3: and, and the, um, the 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 Rev- the full-on review from the uh, army painter, uh, Flow Paints.
0: Full-on flow and, uh, ha-
3: How many Arabs can uh, Simon sh- sh- shake a sticker?
0: Yep. And let's see what the model railway people look like as well. Mm. The model railway people zombies. So you know, um the Chattanooga Choo will be coming around in two or three weeks as the model railway people make a, a tabletop reappearance. So good night from me and good night from everybody else. Good night.
2: Good night. Good night. Bye.
0: Bye. Yeah. Might have got away with that <laughs> might not be too shit. <laughs> okay reasonable
5: I'm, I'm, I'm quite bizarre about that sorry i mean i remember the guy asking if the whole thing was scripted in the first part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we've done it i know is so anyone so going to so buy disturbing. it gonna buy the script? it sounds distinctly disturbing
0: yes it will do won't it yeah i
5: think we're playing with reality
0: So there's this one, um, which note the number of spokes on that side and note the slightly different arrangement of the wheels on that side. <laughs> this But as long as you don't know, you're never going to look at it from two sides at once.
3: You? It's, it's just more oh. damage and it's uh, been recovering
0: from Re- repealed, Repaired in the field like a Ukrainian tank or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, somebody turned off with a tractor. This means war.